0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my partner in film, Devin. And today, we're going to be giving our spoiler-free thoughts and insights on the latest film in the Evil Dead franchise titled Evil Dead Rise. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X, or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin How's your week been, buddy? It's finally Friday. Thank God. We
1: finally made it to Friday. What a what a weird week.
0: It's been a long one, man, for sure. But hey, I'm I'm one week closer to moving into my new place. But yeah, how, how's your week been overall? You've been pumping the gym, chilling, working.
1: Yeah, yeah, all those things. Your dad had a birthday. Um, is it yesterday or two days ago? Yeah, it's a very, very special birthday that not many people have the honor of, of having. It was yesterday.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, get, get him anything nice or you guys just kind of chill? Or He's currently out of town, so
1: I'll figure out mm. something when he gets back.
0: Oh. oh, you didn't buy your dad a gift yet, Devin, for shame, for shame. Well, he's, he's
1: got to be here to receive it, so it gives me a little more time.
0: I guess so. I we'll, well, we'll give it a pass on that. <laughs> you're you're definitely getting the uh, the luxury of having those extra days uh, figuring out something for him. But did your sister get him anything yet? Or is she's kind of doing the same thing you are? It's a good question. I'll have to ask. Maybe we can oh. double team it. Yeah, go go have he's on a gift. Give get, get him something nice. He he, he deserves it for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad you have had a pretty chill week. I know it's been a long one for sure. Um, I haven't really, I mean, outside of, you know, we watched Renfields, you know, we did been doing stuff for the podcast. I'm really just focusing on moving, um, altogether. I got a few more things to watch that I have received in the mail. Um, but outside of that, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just, uh, I'm just happy the weekend is here. <laughs> that's that's all I uh, care about right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned before, we're going to be giving our spoiler-free thoughts on Evil Dead Rise this way. Everyone can just listen to our episode without running into spoilers. Uh, this movie is not super long at all. So, we're going to get into our initial reactions first, which is our non spoiler section. Then we'll get into our final thoughts and our ratings for this film. And then we will close out with that segment. So, without further delay, we'll be right back after this introduction to Evil Dead Rise. When I was just a
1: little girl, I asked my mother. What is this, Danny? I found it. What?
0: And we are back with our Evil Dead Rise review. You just heard a little snippet from the trailer. Of course, this movie, if you do not know, is written and directed by Lee Cronin. And the synopsis is as follows. A twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh possessing demons, thrusting themselves into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of Family Imaginable.
1: Now that's a synopsis.
0: That really is. Like, oh my gosh. And I've said this before on other episodes. I'm usually, I kind of stray away from the whole, like, you know, exorcist, demon, possessing stuff. But Evil Dead is kind of campy. In that way, so I don't mind it as much. Um, especially my road to Evil Dead Rise have been mentioning here in the podcast, I've been going through every single Evil Dead uh, film in the franchise, and this one uh, definitely is up there. Um, it's very freaky. I don't know if it's as scary as it was for the remake for me, but we'll get into that here in a second. Um, this movie stars. Anna Marie Thomas, Richard Crouchley, and Marabi Pease. So we, we got some some new faces, a lot of new faces, actually, um, at least on my side. I think minus one person who looks somewhat familiar. um. But we'll talk about here, that here in a second. But I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can get his initial reactions to Evil Dead Rise.
1: Yeah, I've been a pretty big Evil Evil Dead fan for a while now. It's just one of those movies where... Um, your parents like it, and then they kind of pass it on down to you because it was part of their childhoods. They want to put it on to you, and it just happens to be a very messed up mo- series of movies, but it's enjoyable nonetheless. I'm glad glad you're on the train now. It, it is the most consistent horror franchise.
0: Whoa, I would, oh, uh, I would say Scream is the most consistent horror franchise in Sc- my Scream opinion.
1: Three. Scream Three is pretty rough
0: i mean it's not the best but it's it's pretty i mean it's there, hey, there's we, no
1: there's no bad in evil dead there's nothing been bad that's been made
0: i didn't i didn't think scream 3 was bad it's just different like it's not my favorite but i don't think it's bad but anyway i'm well first hold up before before you go on who in your family passed this this down to you was it
1: yeah my, my dad's a big fan of the original so he he Made sure really? that he was aware of it, yeah.
0: Oh, wow, I did not know that. I'm sorry, continue with your spoiler your free thoughts.
1: So, yeah, I've been a fan ever since that. Um, just kind of watched the originals and kind of appreciated it. And that's kind of a lot of people's introduction to Sam Raimi, too, because that's where he first started and just seeing his direction and his point of view. Now, he just kind of got everything started in, in the world of horror, it's always cool to see. Um as far as this movie goes, there's a lot to like because I think they did a really good job of modernizing the story. Whereas the 2013, um, remake was more so like a retelling of the original. This one kind of brings it more into the modern age, like changes the setting and the scenery and everything to make it more so a modern telling of it instead of just a retelling, which I think they did a really good job of. And I like how they incorporated children into this one for the first time. There haven't really ever been kids in an Evil Dead movie and, uh, it's not very kind to them, I'll say that much. So if you have <laughs> issues with, with kids being harmed, then you might not want to watch this one because it's pretty brutal. And obviously, there's a lot of blood. It's a, it's a bloody good time. That's what I mentioned on our uh, little DM. I yeah. think I saw on the trivia that there was, was 11,000 or like 17,000 gallons of blood used in this movie. Wow. That's a lot.
0: That is like I can't. <laughs> you
1: can't even fathom that much being used. Okay, no, okay, not seventeen, not seventeen thousand. Sorry, seventeen hundred, but still.
0: Oh, I mean, that's still a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, seventeen thousand it's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Lee Cronin, what are you doing? Yeah, I also wanted to mention.
1: I I'd never I'd never seen or heard of Lee Cronin before, but this is definitely a good introduction to him because I think he did a really good job. I looked up his his filmography, but I haven't heard of any of the other ones he's done.
0: So is this like his first horror um, dip into horror or is this like his he's first, done? Like, he's done
1: a- another horror, but this is definitely his biggest like dive. Apparently he's Irish.
0: Oh, and so I did not realize that um, for Evil Dead, um, for my viewing for this, I it's not that I didn't like the movie. But my experience with the movie was so bad because I went to Regal to see this. And I'm not sure if people know this about Regal. I'm not sure if this was like a one-time thing that happened in my Regal theater. Um, I went to the 7 o'clock, uh, you know, the early or the quote-unquote early bird showing, uh, the previews on Thursday. And the movie just started at 7. There was no trailers whatsoever. I was shocked.
1: That's weird. We had We had like 25 minutes worth.
0: Did you go to Regal did you go to AMC? Or did you go somewhere else? Cinemark. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a Regal thing. If anyone out there knows, definitely tweet at us at FilmOptics to let us know if you go to like Thursday Night Previews, if they play trailers or not, because it was weird. Like I sat down, I'm like, okay, we'll probably get like 15, 20 minutes of trailers. And then the Warner Brothers logo just started. And I was like, oh, oh, we're starting. But... My my experience with the movie was so bad, not because the movie was bad, it's because of the people that I saw it with. Literally, in my entire row, like everyone around me was just talking the entire time, and I have no problem with people reacting. You know, when you know someone gets killed or something crazy happens or something funny happens, that happens all the time. That is normal, one hundred percent. That that is normal, but people were just they were being like oh that's very obnoxious and it, it was just not a pleasant experience um for me watching this movie, especially on Thursday. Um people were kind of like laughing at parts where like they definitely weren't funny, like when it came to the aunts, because she is a guitar technician in the um in, in the story, which I think is very modern. We don't really get to see that profession as much in um, storytelling or just movies and TVs in general so I think that was job one well done much like Devin said modernizing it for you know t- um, 2023 and but it was there there was these people literally like right next to me behind me in front of me mainly the people to like the right of me they were just, they were just so obnoxious, just, like, talking Tell the entire... They like, oh, that's so stupid. I'm like, I mean, yeah, like, whatever. Like, if, if you think about something, that's fine. But it's, like, everything that they were thinking, they were just blurting out. And it was just not a good experience. But from what the movie stands standpoint, I do agree with Devin. Um, like I said before, I... I was not a big horror person growing up. And Devin knows this, because we know known each other for God knows how many years. And... I mean, you know, I've been able to, you know, lean into it now. Um, I felt, you know, kind of, it was weird because I felt like comfortable just sitting there watching this movie. I was like, oh God, what's, what have I turned into? Um, but overall, I I loved, I love the uh, relationship between the two sisters, you know, the three kids The whole, you know, broken family aspect and how there was something here that we got to see unfold Um, during the beginning of the movie. It's a bit of uh, nonlinear storytelling, but it was I mean, the beginning was cool. I was just like, okay, what did that part serve to the story? It was obviously, you know, everything that happened like. The night before type situation, but you know, it is, it's just one of those kind of movies, but yeah, a lot of blood, like Devin said, um, a lot of jump scares, like a lot of good jump scares for sure. Nothing like it it didn't feel cheap when it came to the jump scares, but I didn't enjoy this story and it was just, you know, all the crazy stuff that happens at night, you know, dead by dawn type situation. And I always find it funny how someone always ends up finding like this book of the dead. <laughs> and then like, you know, it's just, Oh, they just look into it and They're like, Oh, this looks totally normal. And it's like, but it's, it's the funniest thing. Cause there are a lot of funny moments in this movie.
1: I actually, I was actually reading up on. I was reading up on the Book of the Dead thing. Uh, the director mentioned that in the original Evil Dead, it was mentioned that there were three books total in the world. So in his brain, his like, his mind, like, um, canon. He said the the Sam Raimi trilogy had their own book, and then the 2013 had a different book. Now this one gets the third book. So so they're not all connected or tied together, but mm-hmm. they could have happened in the same universe.
0: Interesting. Okay, that that when you put it that way, and I didn't even realize when I was watching the original original Evil Dead, that that was even mentioned. But yeah, I mean, you know, you you get the chainsaw action. And there is always and it's like Devin said, you know, he texted me saying it was a bloody good time. It was. It was super, super crazy. I, th- I think like it's I interesting
1: said, that you, you said that there were a lot of jump scares. So I didn't really notice many. I think that's one of the better parts of it, that didn't rely on the jump scares. It was more so just classic, like, just yeah. freaking Horror. freaking you out, creepy. like A lot of creepy like stuff. Completely, completely gory, crazy things that you've never seen before. Yes.
0: I do agree. There is more gore. I think when I had mentioned a little bit ago about jump scares, I guess that was just from what the audience with, with me, there was like, I think it was one time I jumped, but like I said, like I've, I've seen all these other movies already. And so I'm kind of like not desensitized, but I'm just used to it by now. But I think it was more of everyone else reacting to certain things. Um, especially the, the mother um, the of, of the three children.
1: Yeah. We gotta, we gotta shout her out because, because her actress was really good. Uh, what's her name? Aly- Alyssa Sutherland. She's Australian, yes. I found out.
0: She is Australian. Yeah, yeah.
1: And she actually absolutely killed this role because just just the way she looks, like she's got a vibe about her and then when she turns into the dead eye, it just just so well done.
0: It it really was. I mean, in the fact that like, you know, these these aren't just like I guess, you know, they, they are possessed. Like, I was going to say zombies, but it's like, no, oh, they're not. I mean, they kind of are, but they're not. Like It's I would kind say of a
1: combination sp- of, of possessed and zombies because they can pass it along to other people. But also right. they have consciousness and can speak and have knowledge of many things. They can <laughs> read, read books without looking. I thought that was really cool in the beginning. I really liked the opening scene, actually. That, that, titles, that title card with the rise and the loud music. That was so cool.
0: That was pretty sweet. Yeah, that, that, was, that was honestly like with any horror movie you have, you know, you have the opening kill and it's like, OK, you know, like for screen, like what's the opening kill for scream? And then for this, it's like, yeah, we, we have this and it's it's awesome. The the original Evil Dead's, I would say uh, at least the first two are very slow, like more of a slow build up to crazy stuff that happens. Um, yeah, definitely when it comes, comes to this versus like 2013, I think I do prefer this one over 2013. I mean, like you said, 2013 was more so of a remake and, you know, they kind of had their own small little stories there. Cause these stories are kind of just perfect where you can just tell like these single contained, uh, stories of, you know, these people who end up somehow finding the book no matter what. And then, you know, stuff just goes sideways like at night when, when it comes to all that stuff, but definitely a horror movie uh, for anyone who was a horror fan to, uh, I recommend. Um, I think my mom is actually seeing a movie today, but it is not going to be anything horror. She doesn't like anything horror whatsoever. So (laughs) I had to kind of lean into it. I was like, yeah, it's actually not that bad once you, you know, once you're used to it and once you have kind of start watching stuff, but again, I will never watch Insidious and or Sinister ever again. I'm not watching that new Insidious movie. (laughs) No, I am good to go. But did you have anything else, Devin, that you wanted to mention as we are talking about the evil dead rise franchise all, all together? Um, actually, where does this rank for you when it comes to, I mean, I don't know when was the last time you actually watched these, but I'm curious.
1: Yeah. I think it's been a while since I watched the original three. Um, and I don't even know if I've seen the remix since it came out, but um, yeah. I didn't really think about rankings. But I think that the couple of things that set this one apart from the others is, is, obviously we mentioned, it's, it's more modernized. And I also think that they did a really smart thing by bringing fa- the family element into it. So that kind of raises the stakes of everything. Cause instead of just kind of random teenagers in a cabin that you don't really care about getting killed off, it's actually like members of a family that you could have some emotional pull towards. And that kind of makes everything a little bit more intense and, crazy when things start to hit the fan. Especially um, the very young actress. I thought she did a really good job. Uh, Her name was Nell Fisher.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah, She did a fantastic job. Also, I detected a little bit of uh, Last of Us vibes there towards the end. I'm not sure if you caught that, but I was like, ooh, this is uh, yeah, like we're we're in it now, but <laughs> I don't know, just a, a few. I was actually scenes. getting
1: the the end scene. I was getting like Resident Evil vibes, like the whole. Oh, that too. The parking garage setup they had yeah. kind of reminded me of that.
0: Yeah, for sure, definitely, but yeah, this this movie was. It, I mean, I actually liked it. Surprisingly, I I I slept pretty well after I saw twenty thirteen uh, Evil Dead remake. I had a hard time sleeping that night. I'm not going to lie. But for this one, I slept like a baby.
1: <laughs> Did you throw away your cheese grater?
0: Uh, I don't have a cheese grater, thank God. Good. So <laughs> there was... Um, also, I I kind of cringe every time I see like a glass of wine now. So thank you. Yep. <laughs> But let's get into our uh, our final thoughts and ratings So I'll pass it back over to Devin so we can give his final thoughts and ratings for Evil Dead Rise.
1: Yeah, all in all, I don't really have too many complaints about this one. It's really short. Like all of them have been. That's kind of part of the allure. And I think, I think we both mentioned the opening scene where they did the classic. You showed the ending at the beginning. But I think this one, it was pretty warranted because it does take a little bit to get into the flow of things for this one. So kind of showing that first kill and getting the action started at the beginning, um, I think without that, it would have definitely been a bit too slow of a start. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that was very smart of them to do. Um, Overall, I do think it's interesting that the first three... Um even the movies were definitely more on the campy side, and then these two remakes have been <laughs> yeah. like, more so full blown horror like definitely definitely a lot less silly and goofy than the first three. It's kind of mm-hmm. just how the times are going um recently in horror, I would guess um which could definitely be a th- a thing where the fans of the original just just don't really connect because there's not that um like goofy Caninas. like yeah. campy side, but other than yeah. that like. I just think they did such a good job of bringing it to the to the present, and the new setting. Similar with Scream Six, where you 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 give a new a really cool new setting, it just kind of changes everything for you. They did New York City for Scream Six, and this one was like a high rise apartment building. Like that's just such a cool setting to have a horror movie.
0: Yeah, and it's like I mean, and and you you feel like they're actually trapped because they are, and it is it's a very scary situation um but yeah i i totally totally agree
1: and for my for my theater my theater experience was definitely a little more positive than yours it sounds like i had next to the right of me there were a couple of uh girls i couldn't tell how old they were but they were like like covering their (laughs) eyes and being squeamish the whole time i think one of them had that that thing where if you watch a horror movie you laugh at all the scary parts like some people have that as like a coping mechanism like built in i think one of them had that because there was a lot of laughter going on but when i would look over they would like cover their eyes and like be squeamish so
0: i think that's what happened in my theater where there were people laughing at some of the gorier parts some people
1: some people laugh at horror movies just because they don't know what else to do because do yeah it is scary and they just kind of are shocked and they just laugh
0: so Devin, what is your final score for evil dead rise evil dead rise i think my
1: final score would have to be somewhere around like an 86 like i said i don't really have many much to complain about it does take a little bit to get into the actual madness of the story, but once you're in it, it just takes you for that ride and doesn't really let go until the end. And then even then, it it, it keeps holding on to you. I loved, like I said, the, the modernization of this one, how they brought in the family elements. Even just bringing in kids to this one just brings a whole other level of intensity that the other ones didn't really touch on as much. Um, I think it did, did a really good job of that and kind of separating itself and differentiating itself from the rest of the franchise.
0: Yeah. Um, for me, actually, I was coming in and around like in 85, 86. But now that we've talked about this here for a little bit, I'm actually going to give this a, like a solid 90 because I think this was a really good horror movie. Wow, there you go. Yeah. Like I was very, very surprised. Like as far as far as horror movies go, um, you know, we, we've had a few throughout, um, especially this past year. And I would have to say, um, I mean, I love Army of Darkness. That was so funny, so ridiculous, so over the top. But yeah, this one was like, it was really good. Just felt very claustrophobic for some reason. Like obviously the other movies take place in a cabin outside of Army of Darkness. But there's something about like a, a rundown apartment building that is going to be foreclosed on. And it's just, you know, on its last leg because they're going to be breaking it down. There's nowhere anyway. to run. Literally. And it's like, there's something about that. I was like, yeah, they're probably in, like, you know, some like Oakland or Compton or something like that in California. And it was just this run down crazy hotel or apartment, excuse me. But, yeah, I would definitely give this give this a solid 90. Like, I think this is definitely one of the the best horror movies uh this year. I mean, we'll see if Maxine comes out or not. But, yeah, an 86 out of 100 from Devin and a 90 from me. So the overall podcast score, the the median of both of our scores, is going to be an 88 out of 100. So that is our official collective podcast rating rating. Um, 88 out of 100 for Evil Dead Rise. And with all that said, that is a wrap on today's episode. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FilmOptics. Again, that is optics with an X to stay in the know and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with the movie lover in need. And now let's take a sneak peek of what's coming up next on the show. We have our Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 review. I don't know what else is coming out because honestly, right now I'm I'm in the brain of you know the mode of moving. But that is something you can definitely look forward to because that does come out May 5th. All together. So we're going to try to get that out for you guys um, as soon as possible. You know, this has been kind of crazy on our side. But what you can listen to now, you can listen to our Love and Death spoiler-free review of episodes 1 through 3, which will be hitting HBO Max on April 27th altogether. So you can definitely listen to our thoughts about that now. You can also listen to our Renfield review, which is another bloody good time more so on the comedic side than evil dead rise but you know we we love to Cover all aspects of the uh you know the horror uh genre here on the podcast. And you can also listen to our spoiler-free review of the Super Mario Brothers and Suzune all together. So, with all that said, thank you all for listening. And remember, if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. I'm Christian, and that was Devin signing off, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.